podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice day. It's a nice day. I have no ailments, no <laughs> right. physical yeah. Certainly no, maladies. No family emergencies. No family emergencies. Yeah. Everything is A-OK. I just meant the weather's nice today. <laughs> the sun is shining. Yes. Yeah. How are uh, you? I guess I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, we had Del Taco. So that's something. It's something for you. I wish it were a rarer occasion for me. Yeah. It should be. It's every once in a while for me. Yeah. I, I have fast food too often. Yeah, you do. For a 40-year-old like, man. Like twice a week, I, at least. No, I mean, yeah, I, depends on what average you're taking. If you're going last few months, yeah, twice a week at least. I've been bad lately. Yeah. If you took like a year-long average, say once a week, once every two weeks is my bigger average but i've been in i've been i've really fallen off the wagon like eating wise yeah really kind of since last fall so maybe like almost yeah. six months now i was at this gonna point. say if we're talking the week between christmas and new year's it'd be like twice a day twice a day yeah. <laughs> every day it's chaos <laughs> really yeah. it's really something to behold uh yeah i'm a sucker for fast food but also for like you and I like to go to nice restaurants too. I like yeah. the whole gamut, you know. Yeah. Just like I like uh, with movies, you know. I like yeah. the artiest of the art house, and then you and I saw finally caught, caught up with the Batman. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. I had so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like the whole, the whole range. Yeah. As long as it's good. Um, and Del Taco, as long as you stick with the classics, I think could be good. Mine you was know? not a classic, but it, it was. But you liked it. It was yeah. good. Yeah, I feel like some of their innovations, you know, they try to be like Taco Bell is so good at like innovations, quote yeah. unquote, you know, which is really just like taking the, the handful same of ingredients seven they have, ingredients. And, but coming up with different. Yeah. And Taco Bell's so good at that. And Del Taco, when they try it, usually, I, I don't know, I usually get. Anytime I wander from like the, you know, today I got nachos, but if it, like outside of like the de, the Del Taco, or like uh, you know the classic like Del Combo burrito or yeah. or yeah spicy chicken burrito like that's those are those are great. Well, you got a nachos and a side of burrito. <laughs> I got a it's from their value menu. It's but a, that's it's a like little a burrito meal for you. A little bean and cheese burrito is a full meal. Yes. Uh, although today I got the epic fresh guacamole beyond burrito, and the guacamole I was skeptical. But it's not bad. It's supposed to be fresh, according to the... Uh, yeah. You think they actually got, like, avocados back there? I think they do. And they had, like, big chunks of onion, too. Okay. Yeah. Like, it seemed, like, pretty good. You know, since this is now a fast food pos- podcast, yeah. uh, I think a lot of people know this, but in case you don't. So, if you go to McDonald's in the morning, right? Yeah. And you get... I'm with you. You get an Egg McMuffin. On one side. And you get, like, a baked hang and cheese biscuit on the other side, right? If you look at the eggs, they're different eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Egg McMuffin egg is like a disc, a like a circular disc. Mm-hmm. And the egg Mc, or the bis- bacon egg and cheese is like a folder over a little, like, patty almost of eggs. Okay. That circular one, that's a fresh cracked egg. That circular thing is the shape of the little tool they have on the griddle. The they crack the egg. egg. So hack for mcdonald's breakfast if you want a fresh cracked egg you can ask for any of the morning the breakfast sandwiches and you could just say with a round egg 
Okay, and I have another get a fresh hack. One. Yeah. I, another McDonald's hack, and I don't even go to McDonald's. But if you ask for fries without salt, they'll make you a fresh batch, and you know it's not going to be like sitting there under their heat lamp. Yeah. But yeah. then you have to salt it yourself. So, yeah, salt it yourself, yeah. Which is fine. I would rather do that. Yeah, salt right? it yourself, Metallica breath. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, this is not a I, I was joking. This is not actually a fast food podcast. I'm sorry for leading you on. Um, this is a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. Today we're on season four, episode 17 of both shows. Season four, episode 17 of Friends is called The One with the Free Porn. And season four, episode 17 of How I Met Your Mother is called The Front Porch. I'm going to put a pin in the front porch. And we're going to start with season four, episodes, episode 17 of Friends. The one with the free porn. So this, uh, the, the title presents itself immediately. Yeah. Um, the, the, the boys are in their big apartment. Trigger's... Uh, unplugging the toilet. He's not unplugging the toilet. You could just hear him like shouting yeah. uh, in disgust in the in the bathroom. Joey comes out and sits down on the couch in his robe. Um and uh sits on the remote and accidentally turns on some porn channel they didn't realize they had access to. Yeah. And then Trigger comes out and he tells them a similar thing happened to him once, and then once he turned off the TV, he was never able to get it back. Yeah. So clearly, we're set up. Yeah. Um, we come back from the opening titles. Rachel and Monica are at the boys' apartment and complaining about the porn being on all the time, which to me, I was like, this isn't your apartment. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. Like, it seems like it would get annoying. Also, like, do you want to watch porn with your friends? Uh, I know... Dudes who do yeah, that. I don't. And I, I think that's weird. Yeah, it feels uncomfortable. Like, unless you're all into it and it's right. like something yes. else, that's fine. Yeah, no, bad. We're not king shaming anyone no. for a group. But, like, just two, like, straight dudes watching porn together, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem fun to me. No. Um, but, yeah, I, so I was saying I agree with what Rachel's complaint here, but it's not her apartment. But, you know, I don't like to have the, like, I hate when the TV's on unless we're actually watching you something. hate like background tv i hate it yeah. i despise it right um well, uh, that's your add coming through. i think it like because i can't focus you can't focus yeah yeah like you uh, sometimes like i can sit here sometimes and like i'll be in the kitchen like making myself lunch and you're watching the prices right or something right yeah. and then it goes to commercials and you don't mute the tv but start looking at TikToks, and suddenly I can hear both uh, fucking Flonay's commercial and your like uh, Vegas hotel hacks TikTok at the same time, and it makes me feel like I'm losing my mind. Yeah, I'm such a Gen Zer. <laughs> yeah, you can really multitask. Yeah, yeah, I don't like. You don't like like music when you're doing other things. That's not true. I have music on all the time. Hmm. I'm I'm talking about one scenario in particular. You don't, I don't like music on when I'm doing what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you don't like sex and music together. No, I don't like sex with the TV on. Or anything. You don't like any sound. No, music's great. Okay. No, but you're like in a hotel room, like 
the TV will be on. You're it's not only, able to focus on. I have to turn off the TV. Okay. In my experience, you don't even like music. I, I don't think that's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I just wish, I wish the friends and mothers could see the little charade that Natalie is doing to clue me in into what she was talking about. It was very cute and, and funny. Um, all right. So Phoebe comes over and she's complaining with the, she's ever more pregnant, more pregnant every day. That's the way it works. Uh, she's complaining about not being able to carry her massage table. Right. Like uh, like Julia Louis Dreyfus in Enough Said, right? When you know, well, not that she was pregnant, but she wanted help getting up the stairs to the guy's apartment. Yeah. And I can't remember Toby Huss or whatever was like, "Well, have you asked him for help?" And she and Catherine Keener or whatever <laughs> were like, "She shouldn't have to." Yeah. Or not Catherine Keener. Who was who was her friend in that movie? I don't remember. It's it's not Tony Collette, is it? Maybe it is. Who we're says getting- Herb? Yeah. Yeah. It is Tony Clip. Uh we're getting what? Off track. Oh, I thought you were gonna say we're getting a new Nicole Hall of Center Julie Louis Dreyfus movie because we are. I saw it at Sundance, it's really good. We always get off track. Okay. Uh okay, so um yeah, Phoebe's complaining about care the carrying the massage table. Uh later over at the other apartment, Ross comes to talk to Monica about how much he misses Emily. He just said goodbye to her. Um this kind of sparks Monica's, uh, I guess, internal like rom com <laughs> writer, because she starts talking about like the romance of like falling in love with someone in another country or whatever. Yeah. And we find out that she was like hanging out with a Ukrainian foreign exchange student when they were kids. Um, and Monica tells Ross, "You have to go to the airport and say I love you." Yeah. Before she gets on the plane. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Phoebe is at the OBGYN. I can't remember who's with her. It's not Frank and Alice. I can't remember who's with her. Um, is Rachel, Rachel with her? Rachel. Rachel. Okay. And they're they're hearing the heartbeat. She's getting like the sonogram, ultrasound. ultrasound. Do those mean the same thing? Uh, ultrasound is when you can see and hear. I it's think sonogram, sonogram is just visual. I could be wrong. Okay. Friends, mothers... What is the difference between an ultrasound and a sonogram? I mean, well, yeah, no, I don't, I could just be making shit up. Um, so anyway, it turns out there's not one, not two, but three heartbeats. Um, Phoebe's going to have triplets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we finally get to the perk for the first time <laughs> in the episode. Frank and Alice come and Phoebe breaks the news to them. Yeah. But first, they're, like, over the moon until Phoebe says, like, oh, I thought you'd be worried about the extra, like, the added stress and yeah. financial. And they were like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so she she bums them out. Um, Ross shows up at the airport. Uh, Emily is holding a Toblerone. Um, okay, I'm going to get us off track again. Okay. You know, Toblerone's now, like, the bar is the same size, but there's less chocolate. Like, the... You know, the, the individual, like, mm-hmm. triangles mm-hmm. have less chocolate in them. Hmm. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Toblerone's a German, and in my high school German class, uh, Toblerone's and Haribo, like, gummy bears were often, like, if you did well, Ooh. my teacher would, like, reward us with German candies, I German love treats. I Toblerone's. And I learned, like, kind of recently, like, you know those things where it's, like, you've been doing it wrong this whole time? Like with Toblerones, yeah. 
like you like unsheath it and then like crack one off. But there's a way you're supposed to do it with just like a thumb. You're supposed to like only yeah, like it it's made to just wow. like like a little Pez dispenser. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um so anyway, uh, Ross says something about the Toblerone, but then he says he loves Emily, and Emily says thank you. Yeah. And gets on the plane. Yeah. Um, back at the boys' apartment, Rachel has been watching so much porn <laughs> that she's got porn music stuck in her head. Yeah. Um, uh, the theme song from Goodwill Humping. Yeah. <laughs> but I she's think- just doing that, like... Like porn, like that's what I was thinking. Okay, what she's doing is like the brown chicken, but like, do people do that because of this episode? I don't think. Or was that already? I think that was already porn, like the generic porn music. I think so. Okay. Um, Um, but Rachel says that Joshua doesn't like porn, and then the fellas, Joey and Chandler, like pretty correctly predict everything he said yeah. and just like yeah that's what guys say and then she says i need to go ask him if he actually thinks supermodels yeah. are too skinny um that's funny um so rachel heads out ross comes home he's bummed uh there's a six pack of pilsner urkel on the uh oh props to the props i didn't notice that but this is the second like we had a harp lager last mm-hmm. week pilsner urkel uh, Toblerone, like okay, if we're like actual brand, not like well, you know, Sapple or whatever. Well, we also <laughs> had a sna- a Sapple, but then Ocean Spray also in the bottle. So there's like no brand loyalty on this show because like right. they were drinking Ocean Spray and Snapple out yeah. in the open. Also, there was a Fresca at some point. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, talk about we'll that talk fresca? about the Fresca. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a big uh, Fresca head. You really are, and I like that. Um, something I've known about you since we started. I think the first time I like got in your car. Yeah, that's right. Before we were like really dating, dating. Yeah. Um, I think we told this story about being at the bowling alley and people were going to the bar after, and I was on my bike. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, the bar will be like where's the opposite direction of my home? I don't know if." I'm... And you were like, "You can put your bike in my trunk or whatever." Um, and there were like two twelve packs of Fresca in your <laughs> trunk. So literally, as long as I've known you, yeah, yeah, I know you've been a Fresca girl. Fresca head. Um. Uh oh, the brand name thing reminded Fresca me freak. of Freak. The uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um. The movie Flight, which is now over a decade old, the mm-hmm. uh, Denzel Washington uh, alcoholic pilot, he drinks brand names throughout the movie, but he never drinks the same brand name twice. Because I think Zemeckis and the filmmakers are like, we don't want to look like we're denigrating yeah. any one brand. Yeah. So he's always drinking different brands. Um, okay. Blah, blah, blah. What was I saying? Um Monica convinces Ross to go home and wait for Emily to call. Uh, Joey, like, points at Ross, like, you go. And then as soon as Ross leaves, his finger turns into the loser loser L on his forehead. Um, uh, The dudes come over to the ladies' apartment, their old apartment, to ask if they can watch cartoons because they're sick of watching porn, but they don't want to turn it off because they're afraid they'll lose it. Yeah. Um, this is when Phoebe comes home. She's like, oh, good, you're here. And she tries to sell them knives or display her knives. So this is how she's trying to make money yeah. for the uh, for Frank and Alice. She yeah. wants to sell knives. Um, yeah, she 
cuts a fresca can yeah. in half. Yeah, and clearly, like, it, she got involved in, like, the pyramid scheme because Monica's like, you didn't buy these, did you? And she's like, no. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my cousin um, sold Cutco at one point. Yeah. And my parents, because they were, like, good aunt and Supportive. uncle, yeah. like, bought, like, the highest level. So we had Cutco, like, all through my childhood. <laughs> were they good knives? They were good knives. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Monica was right. Emily does call Ross, um, but not to return the I love you to say she has a fella back in merry old England and uh, she can't decide Sorry. what to do. Yeah. Um, Ross comes to tell Mo- Monica this and Monica, again, is excited because this is another wrinkle to the drama that she's writing in her head. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, Ron Jeremy is on the TV in the background in this <laughs> in this scene. Um, so Monica once again talks Ross into doing something potentially dumb to fly to London unannounced. Yeah. So he does that. Joey says, hey, if you're going to the airport, can you bring me back a Toblerone? <laughs> um, uh, As if you couldn't just like go to like any bodega and get it. Is that, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Like, was there a time when it was like, because it's a foreign candy, was it a time they weren't as widely available? And, like, the duty-free shop was the only place maybe. to get them? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that was true. Yeah. Uh, friends, like mothers, Toblerone of availability. Now, like, I think yeah, they have them at 7-Eleven. Walgreens, yeah. 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 Yeah, you're right, because I had that same thought. Mm. I have something to say. <laughs> okay. I've got something to say. <laughs> so, when I um, did the semester across the pond uh-huh. in London... My big obsession was Kinder Buenos, and now they're ever present. The little eggs? No, no, the those bars. are Kinder Joys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not the Joy balls or the yeah. Joy eggs, but the Kinder um, Bueno. Yeah. They're like the Kit Kat with the hazelnut cream, but you couldn't find them anywhere. So they would sell them at um, Cost Plus World Market mm-hmm. only, you know. And then I brought like so much back from London when I came home. Yeah. Like entire boxes and i got my sister hooked well you know what my passion my like foreign candy passion is let me guess um oh uh cherry ripes cherry ripes yeah aussie yeah. listeners yeah. oh yeah what was i was a jennifer was a aussie right yeah. one of our listeners yeah. I, I think it was jennifer is aussie we should give and out our mailbox so <laughs> we do have a p.o box i mean you can go to if you go to battleship pretension.com and there's a way to find our international friends and mothers <laughs> yeah. send us treats cherry ripes are so fucking good they're uh, a dark chocolate candy bar obviously and coconut yeah but i'm just saying just starting there yeah. dark chocolate candy bar that's a winner yeah yeah with a coconut cherry filling yeah they're so good yeah. i like to keep them in the fridge i don't know uh jennifer any other aussies um is that normal? Do people about, keep them in the um, fridge? Uh, Tim Tams are those also? Tim Tams are Australian? also Australia, or I think so. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, Tim Tams are also great. They come in a variety of flavors, but Tim Tams now are at least available at Cost Plus. Mm-hmm. I've still never seen cherry ripes. I've only gotten cherry ripes when someone sent them to me, or really, what happened? My old coworker Tara. Um, Brought you some? Yeah, her friend sent her some from Australia. She gave me one, and I've been hooked. Yeah. And I did, some Battleship Retention listeners have sent cherry ripes in the past. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I love cherry ripes. 
They're so good. Um, I've even um, like popped into like the specialty candy stores. Like there's one in Burbank on Magnolia and been yeah. like, you got cherry ripes? And they don't even know what they are. Yeah. Uh, friends and mothers, let us know your favorite international treats. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have access to and are willing, you can send it to our PO yeah. box. Yeah. You know what I don't, going back to the England thing, I don't like uh, the shrimp chips. Obviously you don't like shrimp there's chips. There's actually no shrimp in them. I know, but. But still, yeah. They're weirdly sweet. I don't like them. Yeah. But you can, there's multiple, like every, uh, like. British, but like authentic yeah. British pub has like a little shop attached, mm-hmm. at least in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, like Robin Hood and King's Head, mm-hmm. and I'm drawing a blank on there's there's other ones, um, but all those pubs have one. And then there are Irish stores too, but there's yep. no there's no Aussie store here. Maybe, maybe there might be. We maybe there's we don't know. Like the secret Canadian bar in uh, on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um, I do like ketchup flavored chips. And those are kind yeah. of sweet. Again, yeah, sweet. I don't really like yeah. that. I know the um, in Canada you've got the all dressed chips. Those mm-hmm. are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what there should be like a Pringles, like variation. It should be ketchup mustard, ketchup mustard all the way down. Okay. Wouldn't that be good? Like Neapolitan ice cream. Yes. Oh no! What I'm picturing is like one chunk. No, like, I think it should be every other chip. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I was picturing like a Neapolitan, like a chunk of ketchup, a chunk of mustard, and a chunk of like sour cream or something. Mayonnaise? <laughs> Mayonnaise, yeah. That's a really good idea I just had. You really I don't did. know why Pringles have, haven't like embraced that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Okay. Did you ever have, I think I've asked you this before and you didn't. Um, the brand name I think was like Goobers, and it was like the peanut butter and jelly in one jar. Oh, yeah. My parents never let me have that. That was like junk food. Well, we own. Um, when I was a kid, we would occasionally go on camping trips. And I would always get just to save space in the cooler or whatever. You know, it's one jar instead of two. Yeah, it's definitely like she a would, camping treat. Yeah, so she would, that's the only time we ever got, I think Goobers was the brand name. Yeah. But. Uh, it, it was, for sure. Yeah. All right. Because well, I, yeah. Well, I coveted well, Goobers. <laughs> uh, we're so off track. Uh, this okay, really so, is like snack chat. Yeah. This episode. Yeah, why are we like, we just ate. Why are I we like hungry? I think that's why, because like. I go one day like eating fast food and I'm like fiending now. Like <laughs> I just want like to eat snacks. Uh, so Phoebe and Rachel have come up with an idea for Phoebe to make money. They've got, I guess they still have the van. Yeah. From the catering. Yeah. Where'd thing? they park it in the city? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's alternate side parking as we know from Seinfeld. They had right. to move it. Right. You know, constantly, at least once a week. Um, Oh, man, I'm so, like, distractible today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a whole episode of How To with John Wilson, uh, which is an amazing show you should watch on HBO, um, about him getting a car and then, like, how much having a car in New York City, like, even when you're not using it, like, it becomes your focus. Like, all you yeah. can think about is, like, where's the car parked? Where am I going to park I the have car? To move like, it. Yeah, Street it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good episode. Every episode of that show is good. All right. Um, they come up with an idea for a mobile massage parlor that it's, like, a taxi cab that you can also get a massage on your ride. They argue over the the, the name, name um, which I think we'll talk about in funniest moments. Okay. Uh, Ross is at is in London outside Emily's. She's not there. It's very cold, it's and then raining. Emily shows up at the boys' apartment. Yeah, she had the same idea. Yeah, she came back to New York. Um, she so she calls her phone. Uh from 
the boy's apartment and leaves a voice message on the answer machine. Um, this is all very dated. <laughs> like, just the idea of Ross earlier in the episode having to go home to wait for Emily to call. Yeah. And now the idea that you would leave a voice message that would be heard out loud as you were leaving it. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, that's all very dated now. But uh, Ross is able to hear her through the window, and he calls her back from the uh, call box or whatever. The, whatever you call... Um, I guess, is it still called the phone booth? Mm-hmm. In... in in London, those iconic red like yeah. phone booths, like uh, briefly, um, Ted and Marshall had one in their apartment, and yeah. they got to a sword fight over it, and then Lily yeah. got run through the broadsword. Yeah. Um, that's going way back. Uh, so he calls her. She says, "I love you," and he says, "Thank you." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there was a there's a tag at the end about the porn, but we'll also get to that in Funniest Moments, so we can okay. kind of set that aside. Okay. Uh, do you have any other stray observations, or should we move on to Funniest Moments? Um, I, so we already talked about props to the props department, but did you notice the Magna Doodle? I tried. What did it say? Knock, knock, who's there? Porn. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah, I, I, could, I, I saw the word porn on it, but I yeah. couldn't make out what it... Okay. Um, all right, Funniest Moments, I'll start... Uh, when Trigger at the very beginning is like uh, disgusted with all the things he's pulling out of the drain, yeah. Joey goes to Chandler, maybe he found your flip flop. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, when Phoebe sits down with Alice and Frank Jr. and like tells them about the triplets, she uh-huh. says, you know, <laughs> when you're walking down the street and you see three people in a row and say, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Frank Jr.'s like, yes. Y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have so many, so I'm going to keep going. Okay. Um, one of the pornos they're watching is like three women shaving a man's chest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't that Ron Jeremy? No, I don't. Oh, maybe it was. I but Ron, was. Ron Jeremy was definitely later when. I think uh, they're shaving his chest. Okay. Um, but when, when, uh, when Monica is saying like, to Ross, like, then you and Emily will be like those two. That's Ron Jeremy. When, that, when she points to the screen there, that's, yeah. that's Ron Jeremy. Yeah, it might be Ron Jeremy here, too. Okay. I think the absolute funniest line for me was um, when Emily is leaving the um, the message on her phone, <laughs> knowing that Ross can hear it outside. Uh-huh. She's, you know, declaring her love for him, and it's very sweet and impassioned. Then she goes, wait, what? Yes, Joey, you can have all the chocolate you want. <laughs> because Joey yeah. is like so fixated yeah, on the Yeah, I forgot to mention that she came in with a Toblerone bar. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to mention and that. And like yeah. he couldn't just like focus on anything else. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to that later, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> when Phoebe's complaining about carrying the table, she's like, maybe I should get. A smaller table and Chandler's or Joey is like, maybe you should get a job where you don't have to carry a table. And Phoebe goes, what, like a doctor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you'll talk about the names for the business. Yeah, you can take it, though. I have so many. No, it's okay. I have um, other ones. Um, When Phoebe's at the OBGYN office and the OBGYN says, like, has anyone mentioned multiples to you and phoebe says why don't we take care of this one in the event that i get pregnant again i'll come and talk to you about <laughs> yeah, just it like leave me your card or something like yeah, that yeah <laughs> uh 
when uh, Monica is painting the scenario of Ross like declaring his love at the airport, yeah. and they'll kiss, and the everyone in the like uh, at the gate will applaud, and Ross goes, "I am a good kisser." Yeah, you didn't think that was funny. That was fine. <laughs> um, when Frank Jr. starts thinking about having triplets, he says, "I finally get my band." <laughs> All right, I have another Frank Jr. one. Okay. Uh, when he's talking about going, he's he's in school. Yeah. It turns out he's in refrigerator school. Yeah. And she's like, why? And he's like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I, well, because he's talking about having to quit school. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I'm in refrigerator school, blah, blah, blah. And I love refri- refrigerators. And Phoebe goes, you can't give up on your dream. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. That was on mine as well. Okay. Uh, what oh. do you got? Okay, one more. Um, when Phoebe walks in and they're all watching porn, she says, oh, that reminds me. I need to see my OBGYN. Yeah. This is um, before her appointment. I'll let you take the the mobile massage names because I want to do uh, another... I don't know if you... You didn't like my last Ross one. But um, when he tells Emily he loves her and she says, thank you, he says, it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, I don't remember the exact line, but the names are... Relaxy taxi, and then uh, Rachel's is relaxy cab, and then when Monica like calls or no, when Ross calls Monica from London, yeah, in the background, like Phoebe's like, which one do you like better, relaxy cab or relaxy taxi? Yeah, there's a whole dis- discussion here. Um, Rachel says we'll call it relaxy tag, relaxy taxi, and Phoebe's like, because they're sharing this, they're. Yeah. Taking turns telling the story. And Phoebe's like, I wanted to say the name. And Rachel's like, I'm the one who came up with it. And Phoebe's like, no, you did not. You came up with Relaxy Cab. But then later, Rachel's like, it's not Relaxy Cab. It's Relaxy Cab. Cab. Like Taxi Cab. And Phoebe's like, oh, that is better. Oh, that is good. <laughs> um, I have two more. Okay, we mentioned, ahead. I think this is why I didn't mention earlier that Emily had a Toblerone with her when she came in. <laughs> Because when she comes in at the end, it cuts to a like close up of Joey's face. Yeah, Joey's and eyes. He's just like deer in the headlights, like stunned, like yeah. looking at the Toblerone. I have Joey's eyes on Toblerone. <laughs> uh, and then my last one is the tag where um, <clears throat> Joey and Chandler realize they've been watching too much porn because like women aren't just like throwing themselves at. They 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 become started to think that's how yeah. it all goes. Yeah, and like. Chandler says something about a bank teller, and Joey says something about getting a pizza delivered, and he refers to her as the lady pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, should we move on to Friends with Makeup Fashion? Yes. All right. uh, At the perk, Frank is wearing a sheepskin coat. I was going to say, Frank Frank Jr., fashion icon. Yeah. I I don't know why I don't have a sheepskin coat or sheepskin jacket. They look great. I love them. Yeah. They're so cool looking. Uh, what do you, what else do you have? Um, in the very first scene, Chandler has a big dog shirt. Do you know yeah. that brand? Oh, no. Cause my dad would wear like big dog exclusively for like five years of my life. Wow. Yeah, I did. That's the next thing I have. Chandler's big dog sweatshirt. Yeah. All right. Well then the next one after that, I couldn't help but notice that when Ross is at home waiting for Emily's call and she calls, his phone and his shirt are both like cornflower blue. I did <laughs> they they like matched exactly. It was really I weird. I did notice it. <laughs> uh, you have any more? 
Um, I've got one more. There was there were a whole bunch of turtlenecks, and I loved um, Rachel's green and black striped turtleneck. Like okay. I would wear it right now every day. That's funny you mentioned that because I specifically called out Monica's sort of like chunky knit blue yeah. ribbed turtleneck. I like that, that one. She's wearing well. in the the final scene. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, what's under the umbrella this week? Okay, so. We talked about the props. We talked about the Magna Doodle. We talked about, um, well, a few things here and there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm trying to. Oh, okay. So, like, the fact that, um, like, Monica being into, like, the Ukrainian kid at school, how that was kind of a punchline, thought felt, like, xenophobic and, like, culturally insensitive. And then yeah. they said, Especially like, yeah. Especially that with Ukraine. Exactly. Yeah. And the. Like, his mom always made everything with sour cream, and they're like, ew, gross, like, everything with sour cream, but that's... Oh, I thought that was supposed to be a Monica was fat joke, like, sour cream is has a lot of fat in it. No, I mean, I think sour cream is utilized a lot in, like, Ukrainian cuisine, right, but, but they I, use I, that I, as a joke to minimize, like, another right. culture. No, you're right, but also Monica was saying that's why she liked going over to his house oh, because right. she liked the sour cream right. so much so because she liked fat fattening phobia. foods. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any more? Um, oh yes. Uh, we've talked about many times, like inappropriate sibling relationship. Like oh, that's my next Monica one. is like kind of projecting her own like sexual fantasies onto her brother and saying like, Oh, go in there. They're watching porn, like talking about porn with her brother. Yeah. But she specifically paints a scenario where they like get fly on a plane back together, have sex in the yeah. lavatory yeah. and then have a threesome with one of the yeah. flight attendants. So Monica is having this like fantasy about her, <laughs> her brother's, brother. yeah, her Ugh, brother's sex life. So weird. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't mention this one and friends and mothers tell me if I got this wrong, but I know you love a Phoebe. Oh my God. Yeah. When she finds out she's having triplets, she says, oh, my God, three times. Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice that. <laughs> um, well, that's all I have. You? Yeah. Should we take... Oh, should, should we chart it? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, should we take a quick break? Yes. Okay, we are back from our quick break, and we are ready to dive into How I Met Your Mother, or to walk up to, step up to... Knock on the door of How I Met Your Mother season four, episode seventeen, the front porch. I was trying to think of front porch. Yeah, do you knock on the door? It has doesn't have a door. The porch leads to the door. Right, but the porch itself doesn't have a door. Yeah, so we step up to the front porch we step and we up knock to the on the door of the episode. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind I of... think you walk up the stairs to the episode. Okay, that's, we we walk up the the little stairs from the walkway. To okay. season four, episode 17 of How I Met Your Mother, The Front Porch. Now do they take it away? So we open at McLaren's and um, we start out with Karen and Ted being together. And everyone is annoyed. No mm-hmm. one likes Karen. Um, Marshall famously says, Karen's a douche. They all laugh about it. Ted doesn't understand. Oh, so Ted doesn't understand, thinks think she's great. Um then uh, Karen walks in and, like, criticizes Robin's jewelry and says, like, oh, like, I love your jewelry. And Robin's like, oh, thank you. She's like, yeah, something about the diamond mines and... Um, people getting their fingers cut people, off. Yeah, yeah, which is, you know, true, but also, like... Rude. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Robin's saying again, like, oh, um, 
I have to, you know, go to work on the morning show. Did you notice? So last week when she met the McLarens before going to work, she had coffee. Yeah. Now she's full and just like drinking just a drinking. beer before work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're all like, I can't believe you have to start at four. That's still like in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then Robin learns that no one watches the show. Yeah. And she she's like, I know it's kind of boring, but I... Like, I'm kind of hurt that you don't watch the show. And it's actually, come on, get up, New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, Karen finally breaks up with Ted. He's sad. Um, uh, and we learn that she finds one of Robin's earrings in Ted's bed. And Ted's like, oh, that's really strange. Maybe it, like, got caught up in the laundry or yeah. whatever. And then I realize like... Oh, she recognized it when she was criticizing Robin's oh, earring before. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of like a callback. Um, so we learn that, oh, uh, Ted sees on, when they go, okay, sorry, I'm getting this all mixed up. So they okay. all decide to watch Robin's show together at Marshall and Lily's house. They're going to have like a slumber party and yeah. watch it all together. Yeah, cute. There... Ted, like, uses the bathroom and sees on the dresser the other earring and then accuses Marshall of planting the earring in Ted's bed to mm -hmm. break up he and Robin. And then Lily admits that it was her. And then it's revealed that this isn't the first time she's meddled in his relationships and yeah. got him broken up with. Um, and um, then... Sorry. Oh, oh, I'm just glad that you mentioned that they're having a little sleepover. And I'm so glad that our listener, oh, our yes. friend and mother, came up with the term, have you met bed? Have you met Because everyone's in their PJs for, like, a huge part of this episode. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it is great. Yeah. Um, where and also, I? Jason, okay, I'm, I also might remembering this wrong, but there's a big deal made of Jason Siegel's. Sorry, you're probably going to get to I'm this. I'm going to get to it. Yeah, but I, I was going to, okay, when you get to that, I have an aside. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, because they're having a sleepover... <laughs> Barney has a um, P, like a satin PJ suit. Yeah, like he suits up to sleep, complete with a tie. Complete with a tie. AKA a, a uh, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, um, it's a uh, sleeping cravat. Sleeping cravat. Yeah. Um, and the reason for it is because he had this one experience, or was this a fantasy? This was a fantasy. Definitely. To um, quote unquote greasy sluts. <laughs> Show, right. up, show up at his door. Because they were having a who's hornier. Yeah. Oh, was that later? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you would like that enough. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's his sleeping outfit. And then <laughs> Marshall's sleeping outfit is a, like, Fred Mert style <laughs> dress. It's a nightshirt. Nightshirt. Yeah. Nightgown. Yeah. It's a nightgown. Yeah. It's, I mean... It's a sh it ceases to be a shirt if it goes beyond his knees, I would think. Yeah, I'm just saying I think that's what it's called. Like, a nightshirt. It's called a nightshirt. Yeah. yeah. But it is, yeah. Um, I used to have a boss uh, who, I hate making fun. I feel like I'm, you know, Ross talking about the Ukrainian kid. But English was not his first language. So sometimes he would, like, say things odd. Yeah. And so one time the alarm at the, this is at the video store, the alarm went off and he was telling us all the next day that we, you didn't set the alarm correctly. He was like, the security company called me in the middle of the night. I had to come down here in my night dress. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, I think he just meant pajamas, but like 
it wasn't you know it's not his, it's not his fault not his first language it was just like we just thought it was funny at the time because yeah. we imagine him of course like peering into the video store with like a candle yeah and, who goes there yeah. <laughs> and a um yeah nightcap yeah a nightcap. Um, yeah so <laughs> uh so anyway the reason i bring up the thing with marshall's sleepwear is do you remember in knocked up when uh there do you remember the earthquake no so like Catherine heichel's like staying the night at seth rogan's place there's an earthquake in the middle of the night and he like forgets that his like pregnant girlfriend is there and like grabs the bong and runs outside yeah so everyone who lives in this house runs outside and jason siegel is standing there naked yeah because you know jason siegel loves to be naked naked. yes and understandably so (laughs) yeah because last week you were saying he loves and i couldn't think of an example so maybe in the back of my mind i remember seeing him naked in that but i I can only think of forgetting sarah marshall but this is another one yeah we know yeah um so um barney is just tickled by this nightshirt and he compares him to Clarence the Angel, which is a funny, That's funny. Yeah. And um, Charlie Bucket's grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a bunch of other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, leaving the crowded bed to take Charlie to the chocolate factory. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we get the Big Lebowski yeah. reference of him, like, gliding through the air. La, 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 la. Um, yeah. Who is that? Uh the man and me, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of who sings that. Wait, it's not Bob Dylan, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Bob Dylan. It is yeah. Bob Dylan. What's yeah. the song title? It's called The Man and Me. The Man and Me. Okay. Um, so that's a big Lebowski reference, but it doesn't go over the top. So like if you weren't a big Lebowski fan, you might miss that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I feel like people are like... If you're watching How I Met Your Mother, you probably know Big Lebowski. Yeah, in 2009, yeah. watching My How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, the Venn diagram is just a circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Lily admits that she has sabotaged six of his relationships, and she says Karen has to go. And then we learn about the front porch of the episode. So she's it's her little test to see if she could imagine them all being in their golden ears playing bridge in the front porch and in her um in her little display like no one knows how to play bridge they just keep saying bridge <laughs> as they're playing she's like i'll figure it out by that time yeah but that's what she envisions like they live in like kind of like a seaside uh what is it like beach house yeah and they're all yeah. playing bridge <clears throat> yeah. on the patio on the front porch um and she's just imagining like karen frankly being a Karen yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and she doesn't like it. So she's also sabotaged um, relationships with other people. Like in college, she planted a Creed CD on a shelf. So like knowing that Ted would break up with it, with with this person because of it, it ended up being Marshall's CD, (laughs) Creed CD. That's funny. Um, In another scenario, there was like a Star Wars they're in line for Star Wars, and Lily is dressed up as Darth Vader and, like, yeah. breaks up with Ted. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, she planted the idea of, like, a five-year plan in Robin and Ted's relationship, thereby breaking them up. Yeah. Because it, like, kind of planted the seed of, like, we want different things. Yeah. And although Lily loves Robin as a friend, she just envisions them being 
growing old and being bitter that, yeah. you know, he, Ted wants kids. She doesn't, their lives took different paths. So yeah. they wanted different things. Robin wanted to live in Tokyo, which she did and it didn't work out for her. Um, yeah. The, 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 obviously they shot for this episode, the scenes of Lily, like planting the ideas, Yeah. but the shots of Ted and Robin actually having the conversation that led to the breakup were not shot for this episode. They actually just, pulled the exact same footage from from that episode you can see like ted looks a little bit younger and uh yeah so it was kind of cleverly done i should say um i don't know if i'm stepping on what you were going to say here but lily doesn't offer up this reveal about her what she did to rob him and robin very easily we have to go through another uh movie parody <laughs> there's the a few good men scene oh yes yes yeah yes. we're like uh like Tom Cruise trying to get Jack Nicholson to admit he ordered the code red. Yeah. Uh, it's Ted grilling Lily. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this whole conversation is playing out. And then we remember the purpose of this gathering was to watch Robin's news <laughs> yeah. broadcast. But we do see it. We just see it in the background. And it's yeah, on mute. On yeah. mute. And it's the funniest I've ever laughed at the show. <laughs> Hands down. Is that true? I think it is. More than the pencil up Barney's nose. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Pencil up Barney's nose <laughs> is one of the hardest I've ever heard you laugh at anything. Like, you'd, like, blurt laughed. <laughs> what about when you got me that Christmas present? That was, that was the best good. reaction I've ever got. Um, we'll talk about that later, some other time, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, we see, like, various scenes of this episode. So, Robin, in the first scene, we see her, like, inter like bringing a portrait of all of her friends and, like, showing everyone, like, how much she loves them, like, as the, like, news is being broadcast. Yeah. Like, these are my friends. I know they're watching. Yeah. I love you guys so much. She's, like, dabbing her eyes. Dabbing like. her eyes. Like, she's, <laughs> these are my friends. I love them. They're watching right now. Um, and then there's a, like, food segment where, like, the... The chef is like on fire and she has to put it out. Yeah. Um, and then there's a like a preg like she's interviewing like a pregnant woman and then she goes into labor <laughs> and Robin like delivers this yeah. baby for her. So she goes like she finally like shows up at the house and she's like covered in like soot and breadcrumbs and placenta. <laughs> and they're like, what do you look like that? Yeah. And she realizes that they never yeah. watched. She's like, I'm so glad that's the one you watched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Lily is a manipulator. And um, let's see. Um, Barney and Marshall are. Okay. So Barney is like, oh, that looks like. So he now wears a bed shirt, too. So Marshall and Barney are like talking about how great it is and yeah. they're standing over the like furnace grate or whatever <laughs> That's right. to get like a tropical breeze yeah. and then they're laying in bed together talking about how nice it is to be in this and having this freedom and then um barney very un barney like is talking about like is this what marriage feels like yeah. um and marshall's talking about all like the benefits of marriage yeah um and then they both have the big lebowski fantasy together yeah. But you made me just realize something. I often talk about Marshall being, like, judgy and moralistic, mm -hmm. you know? But here, Barney says, like, what does your wife do? And, and like, and, and he's like, and she'll help you meet other girls to have sex with? Yeah. And Marshall 
goes, well, I guess if that's something you'd arranged and discussed beforehand, which is like... That's pretty progressive. Progressive for, for yeah. Marshall. Good for, for him. Yeah. For um, the guy who said sex workers are wrong. Yeah. 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 Um, so Lily feels bad about um, manipulating the relationships and sabotaging them. So um, we get a scene at McLaren's where, um, you know, Ted is Ted is sad, but then um, uh, Karen comes in and with a note from Lily mm-hmm. and they're making up again and the note says like i'm so sorry um please forgive me um and then karen's like there's a cute bit at the end of the note too uh where it's in lily's voice but then at the end there's a in marcia's voice p ed ted sorry the envelope is open i wanted to know what lily wrote (laughs) yeah yeah um and so karen's like well we can get back together but we obviously can't see lily again because she tried yeah. to sabotage our relationship. And then Ted uses Lily's front porch scenario right. and sees how sad they would be and how different they are. And he's like, yeah, she's right. Um, part of the note is also like, go back up to the apartment. There's like a fun surprise for you both. And it's like a romantic dinner yeah. that Lily made with like wine and flowers and hearts everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it ends up being a feast for Robin and Ted. Yeah. Um, and again, Robin has wine before she heads off to work. Robin has wine. She's going to get fired one of these days showing up with a Well, have you seen her like, breath. news stories? <laughs> yeah. No, probably no one cares. No one cares. Um, no one watches it. It's at four in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then Robin and Ted um, kind of do one of those, like, if we're not married by the time we're 40... Um, will you be my backup plan? And yeah. it's kind of sweet. Um, have you ever done, Natalie, have you ever done a marriage pact? Or friends and mothers, have you ever done a marriage pact? I have um, with my good friend James. He's also a gay man. So oh. we decided that we were going to like marry each other and yeah. live in a beautiful apartment together. Yeah. And just have fun. Yeah, I can't. I had one, but I can't remember what the A. I guess it was 40. very much. A, I just uh, did a girls rewatch, but it's a very like Hannah and Elliot scenario. <laughs> okay. That we envisioned. I only watched the first two seasons, so I don't really know. I did the whole thing. Yeah, uh, you were saying it gets rough at the end. It gets pretty rough. No, I had um, my main high school girlfriend. Like, we had a breakup. It wasn't that great. Like, it wasn't a great breakup. But then I went to college in Chicago, and so did she. Different schools but we ended up sort of becoming friends again in chicago and so we had sort of an informal like hey we get along now if no one else likes us maybe by the time we're 40 or whatever Who age was it was she? i'll kill her but i got married at 32 yeah yeah wait um, 31 because it was right before my birthday yeah so i was 31 when i got married a week before your birthday yeah because we got married in 2014 yeah right yeah. So I would have turned 32 the week after we got married. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we get a little tag at the end where um, Barney opens the door to like a sexy lady and he's wearing his <laughs> nightshirt. Yeah. And she says, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. And that's the end. Um, Funniest she, moments? Well, I mean, we talked about all of the scenes of Robin. Yeah. And yeah. The shenanigans. Yeah. Great. Um, and then we also yeah. talked about um, all the things that um, 
Barney's making fun of, like um, Clarence the Angel and yep. Charlie Bucket's grandparents. Yeah, something about Scrooge. Something about Scrooge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right, I have a few. Okay, also no one knows how to play bridge. They just keep saying, That's very funny. Yeah. I'll wager a bridge. Bridge! <laughs> like the winner just <laughs> shouts bridge. Um, so when it's, <laughs> when it's revealed that... Um, no one has watched Robin's show. Mm-hmm. Marshall and Lily keep trying to come up with excuses or lies or whatever, but Bar- Barney never lies. Yeah. So when when uh, Robin's like, it's like uh, one of those segments of my show, blah, 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 and like Lily and Marshall are like, oh, yeah, like, no, oh, yeah. and Barney's like, never watched it. Never she, seen it. And then she like does another one, and they're like, oh, yeah, never seen it. And then she goes... So you've never watched my show? And Barney goes, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Um, uh, what yeah. else do you have? Because I mean, mine yeah, were just TV, like folded into the Yeah, whole... the TV shenanigans. I liked, um, you mentioned, um, you mentioned Barney and Marshall in bed talking about marriage. But I, I can't remember if we got across that it's like, it's like. Marshall is telling Barney a bedtime story. Like, Barney's drifting yeah, off to sleep, and he's like, tell me. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, do you have more? Uh, I guess that's it, except uh, to finish the one that I stole from you earlier. Uh, we were having a Who's Horny oh, yes, contest, yes, yes. Yeah. and we spilled oil on yeah. ourselves. <laughs> um, props to the props department. Um, like, when we get, like, a, a shot of the college dorm, there's, like, a big thing of uh, Dr. Bronner's on the dresser. Oh, and it's really? a very, like, college thing because it's, like, you can wash your hair, wash your body, yeah. like, wash your face. It's, like, a perfect, perfect like, dorm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, we've talked about, like, on a sitcom where, like, when they order takeout, they order, like, eight different dishes yeah. of, like, Chinese takeout. Um Whenever they have popcorn, there's a giant bowl of popcorn and no one's eating it. And this just doesn't sit well with me because I'm a popcorn fiend. And I couldn't yeah. leave, like, a big bowl of popcorn. No. The the limit on how much popcorn Natalie can eat is however much there is. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you put, like, a bowl of popcorn the size of a table, the size of a bed, like, I would eat the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Until you take it away from me. Yeah. Um, we went. We talked about. We went to the movies a couple weeks ago to see Mia Hansen Levey's <laughs> One Fine Morning, and you ordered popcorn and you ordered a medium. Yeah. And then, as if that was too much for you, you turned to me and said, "You'll have some, right?" <laughs> and then. I think I said, "Are you going to have some?" And you said, "Oh, I'll have like a little bit." Okay, maybe that is what you I said. minimized it. So I thought you. I were still just, think I only had a little bit. No. <laughs> I think you don't understand that you're quite a popcorn freak also. Um, so we're sitting there, the trailers are playing, and like, um, I'm eating the popcorn, you're eating the popcorn, and I say, am I eating too much of this? And you say, no. And then you say, I should have got a large. <laughs> and then I said, I'll stop eating it once the movie starts. Like, I was just going to snack through the trailers. <laughs> and you said... There's not going to be any left. <laughs> I was right to say all those things. But it's weird that the first thing you said was, no. Like, am I eating too much of the popcorn? No. I should have got a large. <laughs> um, all right, should we move on to Make It Fashion? How I Met Your Mother with uh, Make It Fashion? Yeah. 
I've got a number of them. Okay. I mean, we already talked about the sleeping cravat and the satin PJ suit, but uh, Robin does have a statement necklace in the first scene and a hideous peasant blouse. Yeah, so unlike her. Uh, Marshall has a cool plaid robe before. Like, he's wearing yeah, a robe yeah. just so yeah, he yeah. can do the reveal, yeah. right, it's of the like nightshirt. Like a buffalo plaid. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, I have more. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know I'm a sucker for yellow. When Laura Prepon, sorry, oh, Karen, finds yeah. the finds the earring and breaks up, she's wearing a double dose of yellow. She's got like a yellow sweater with a yellow cardigan over it. Okay. Um, future Marshall dresses fantastic. Okay. He's got a blue oh, yes. sweater vest yeah. with like a window pane type of shirt yeah. and a bow tie. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. Balding looks great on him. Yeah. That's what I want to look like. I also want to be 6'4". <laughs> I'm hoping... Yeah. But men generally get taller when they, they get, get older. Taller, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the posture starts straightening up. Um, it feels true to Barney's style that when he busts out his own nightshirt, it's a even that it's a more fashionable one mm-hmm. than because Marshall's is very like Fred Mertzi. Yeah, it's like a hospital gown or whatever. Yeah. It's just one color. Yeah. Whereas um, Barney's has vertical stripes and then it has a contrast collar and chest pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, just like a solid blue color and, and, and chest pocket. Um, there should have been like a little pocket square. Yeah, yeah. Uh, future Ted's not looking so bad himself. I like his, his polo shirt and he's got like old man eyeglasses that yeah. I feel like are weirdly like like hip Yeah. now. Yeah. I feel like you'd look cool in them. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm surprised in the, the final Have You Met Bed uh, when... Ted and Robin have their little feast. Robin is wearing oh, yeah. pajamas with poppies on them. Yeah, I did like that. You love poppies. I do love poppies. We're, it's SoCal, Super Bloom. Don't yeah. go, like, try to be an influencer and take pictures. Yeah. Uh, it's a real problem. Yeah. People ruin the flowers. Yeah, with trash. Uh, uh, yeah. Trapes yeah. all over them. Yeah. So, uh, that yeah, good uh, fashionable episode. Um, as far as what's under the umbrella, mm-hmm. um, I wrote... Slut shaming, though I cannot remember. Gracie sluts. Oh yeah, that's why. Yeah. Um, also, we get some transphobia with like when Barney calls Marshall a crossdresser yeah. and you know alludes to him being a woman in a degrading Which, yeah, way. Marshall's always getting called a woman. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, also, there's some like fat shaming from Ted when they make their like marriage pact. He's like, as oh, long as yeah. Neither of us get fat, and they both laugh at that. Yeah. Um, so in this episode, we we get both uh, pat, the past them and the future them. Oh, you know, yeah. we've seen... Yeah. So they break out the those wigs. But I think we have seen future Marshall before, right? Wasn't there another episode where there was future Marshall and Lily? Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I like that, that consistency of they, they always look the same in the future and the, in the past. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, there's a Star Wars, a whole Star Wars thing Star Wars, that yeah. happens. Yeah. Well, uh, should we move on to what similarities oh, okay. did you see? I have a few good ones, I Me think. too. You go. Um, so, um, saying I love you maybe too soon, Ted and okay. Ross. Not to one another. That'd be something. Right. Um, I have more. Can I just go? Uh, yeah, and then I'll come up with... I'll fill in anything you didn't have. Um, but I think you probably have them. Uh, discussion about, well, pregnancy and... Um, 
<laughs> Robin plays the part of the OBGYN and she delivers yeah, the yeah. baby. Um, wait. Okay, another one is um, porn movies. So that's what I have too. So okay. obviously there's the porn all over the Friends episode, but yeah. um, uh, Barney's story about the Who's Hornier contest and the oil, uh, someone says that's like out of a porn movie. Um, and Lily says, not just any porn movie, that's the opening scene from Nevermind <laughs> or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, this is kind of like broad, but um, traveling. <laughs> so, like, I guess, inter- you know, like Robin wants to travel and go all over Europe and Tokyo and Emily yeah. is across the pond. Jet set. Um, yeah. And then finally, this just occurred to me as we were talking, but meddling in friends' relationships. So Monica in Ross's and kind of orchestrating this like fantasy, this romance fantasy, and Lily, you know, coming in the way of, you know, kind of manipulating the romantic life of uh, Ted. That's a good one. Right? Yeah. Do you have Um, any that? I have two that you didn't mention. One small one I thought was, I guess, also small, but quite a coincidence. Uh, I mentioned it. And you mentioned it, or I mentioned it in both episodes, but uh, robes. Joey is wearing a bathrobe when he sits on the remote, and Marsh is wearing a bathrobe to reveal his nightshirt. But also, muting the television. Uh, I can't remember if it's Rachel or Monica who mutes the TV, and the boys are scared that they 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 lost the porn, porn, but it's it's still there on mute. And of course, Ted mutes the TV to confront Lily or confront Marshall initially. About, Thereby missing Robin's and big... And it stays on mute the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so muting the TV. Okay. We're All good right. at that. Yeah, you did better. You always do better. But let's play favorites. Okay. And this is going to be a tough one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one. How Friends. About your mother. Ah! <laughs> it's Switch. We switch places. I, I really like this Friends episode, but this might have been, like, top... Funniest How I Met Your Mothers, yeah. in my opinion. They're yeah. both really funny episodes, yeah. I thought. Um, I mean, jo- Joey's reaction to the Toblerone alone yeah, is was, one of the funniest things. Yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, the the episode was just like good, full of good... The Friends episode was full of good jokes and storylines that I cared about, yeah. or at least thought were interesting. I thought I yeah. care about the free porn, but I thought it was, it was an interesting storyline. Yeah. You know, Phoebe's like career decisions and and uh ross's uh romantic life like i bought it all and i guess the same is true of the how i met your mother episode too i just i think i just laughed more at friends and maybe it just has to do with the the premise of the show yeah that like you already knew this episode and i already knew that episode we're experiencing the other episode for the first time and maybe uh you know that maybe that's why we each picked the each other's episode because yeah. They're new to us. But, uh, yeah, great week of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say let's catch up on our correspondence, but we have none, which is Figured. not that surprising because we recorded we recorded last on week's Tuesday. episode a day late. Yeah. We recorded on a Wednesday, and it didn't go up until Thursday night. Okay. And so now we're recording had... on Monday. So it's like... It's we're recording on Sunday, so they only Sunday. had That's right. three days to correspond with us. Yeah, I mean, really, I was like th- late Thursday, so really just Friday and Saturday. So, yeah, I'm not surprised we didn't have any um, but, correspondence. But, you know, this week, uh, the calls to action were um, plentiful. This week, I think I have three. What's the difference between an ultrasound and a s- ultrasound and a sonogram? Is, is there one? Yeah. Let us know. Um, 
was there a time when you could only get Toblerones at the airport or in Germany or yeah. whatever? And what are your favorite international treats? Oh, yeah. Just international treats in general. And have you ever had a marriage pact with a, with a friend or an ex? Yes. And if you have access to said treats, will you be mailing it to us in our P.O. box, which we'll provide? It's on, it's at battleshipretention.com. You can find, I think it's under contact or about, you can find the P.O. box. Yeah. BP listeners send me and Tyler stuff all the time. Yeah. I just got two more things yesterday. We need stuff. Um, we've never asked. Okay, literally send us anything. <laughs> okay. Anything. <laughs> okay. And I mean anything. <laughs> no, I don't want anything gross. I do. Okay, well, I'm the one who checks the P.O. box. Right. Uh, all right. So, yeah, we never got any answers to last week's calls to action. Can you tie, tie a cherry stem in a tongue, in a mouth, in a knot with your tongue? Yeah. Did in you fact, go ahead? That's an idea of something you could mail us. Get a cherry, tie it in your mouth, and send us the little knot for proof. I don't want to touch someone's like I do. slobbery stem. And then they also have to send us a video of them doing it. Yeah, we need proof. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. So, yeah, cherry stem. Did you like the movie Deep Water? How do you pronounce Leon? Have you ever played Spin the Bottle? Um, are there do different bars have different last call times in New York City? And what do people wear to pro wrestling matches? Just those are all still in the okay. air from last week. And also, can I add one for this week? Yeah. Is yeah. what's your um, PJ of choice? Okay. Okay. Well, we have to answer ourselves. Yeah. Um, just, you know, T-shirt and your uh boxer shorts yeah i have um a selection of pajama pants yeah some of which i bought myself some of which natalie has bought me which i love yeah uh and then just um i generally wear a um a medium as a t-shirt anytime i get a free t-shirt that's larger than a medium that becomes a sleep shirt so i have a bunch of large and extra large shirts i don't really I'm not really picky about it. Like I know you are very picky about sleep Material, shirts and how yeah. soft they have to be. I'm not. They you have know. to be like almost non-existent, like so thin and comfy. Also, I sleep in a lot of band shirts because I famously don't wear any clothes with writing on it yeah. in my everyday life. So I yes. save the band we, shirts for sleepy time. You also have a lot of band shirts because you always buy. You haggle and buy the bootleg, like the knockoff shirts outside the Greek or outside yeah. the Hollywood Bowl. I have, you know, it's like five dollars for this knockoff I, War on Drugs T-shirt. Yeah, I have like multiple like Morrissey shirts spelled incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so there's no correspondence, um, but feel free to correspond with us. I'll tell you later how you can do that. Marching orders. Um, now we get to move on to my usually my favorite segment, or it is my favorite segment to. Uh, present to announce. announce is that what i say yeah. announce yeah. uh it's called how were we doing uh segment to introduce that's what i say or how were we doing this is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes aired uh i say usually i'm excited about this but like some bummer shit happened on these days um season four episode 17 of friends again the one with the free porn um aired on thursday march 26th 1998 um, and this was in the Algerian Civil War. This is the day of the Oued Bayachi massacre in which uh, a bunch of civilians were killed. Mm. So that's very sad. Mm-hmm. Top five songs in the U.S. on this day. Uh, number five, Madonna's Frozen. Uh, at number four, near, far, wherever you are. 
Um, Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. Uh, at number three, Destiny's Child, No, 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 Part Two. At number two, Usher's Nice and Slow. And at number one, Will Smith's Getting Jiggy With It, hanging in there at the number one number one spot from last week. Uh, season four, episode 17 of How I Met Your Mother aired on Monday, March 16th, 2009. And I was saying... We will have passed it that at this point we had passed a big milestone in our relationship. On Friday, March thirteenth, two thousand nine, coming back to your apartment after having seen Zack Snyder's Watchmen at the Vista, we had the like assess the relationship talk, like because we hadn't we'd been dating for like three months and we hadn't like locked talked about down. like yeah. locked it down or talked about using words like using boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever so we like had that talk after what I, mean, I imagine we were inspired by you know the uh uh <laughs> i can't even remember the fucking superheroes names night owl and uh i can't remember her name um rorschach no, i was trying to think of melon ackerman's character because oh. they they have a little romance night owl and scarlet not scarlet witch that's a real Marvel one. What is her name? Yeah, I'm the wrong. Anyway, um, I'm sure we were inspired by their tender relationship and their love making to Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Right. Uh, not at all a hacky pick, Zack Snyder. Right. Way to go! Uh, and we had that. We had that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Who brought it up? Like who? I did. And you said because I'd been working up the nerve. And what did you say exactly? I've said pretty much what I just said. Like, okay. hey, we've been doing this for however long. We haven't used these words. Should we? make this a fish i didn't say a fish because your your briefs hadn't worn off on me yet at that point <laughs> um the other thing i remember about watchmen i'm not like about seeing watchmen at the vista i'm not i think i have a i get annoyed with parents which is dumb because i'm not a parent but i was a kid but like i hate how and i'm not the only this is not a novel thought, really. A lot of people have said this. American parents of children are so cautious about movies that have sex and nudity in them, mm. but not about violence. Yeah. And I remember there was a, while the movie was starting, there was a, like a dad and his son, like young son in the theater. And he was like giving him the backstory. I'm like, okay, so here's who the, like, uh, the, the, the watchman, here's who the, heroes are and and in the past there were other heroes like hooded justice and, the, and he's like giving the kid the backstory but i'm like obviously you know this story you know this is not a kid's superhero story like watchmen's like very violent mm-hmm. um i don't know i don't know why i'm so bothered by by violence but yeah. i think but that's like the classic like video games with like you know like and toys you know yeah that, yeah I don't I think we should have more like I think seeing human bodies broken and mutilated and shot and destroyed and stuff is probably more has more of an effect on kids than we like to say mm-hmm. and probably has a worse effect than seeing you know, a naked pair of breasts, you know? Now I understand if there's sex, like if there's sexual violence or like maybe something that's a little bit harder for a kid to understand something like kinkier or whatever, I would understand, but just like nudity, like it's love. 
sex is just love. Like, I, I don't know. But uh, I'm sure there are people out here listening right now who are like, shut up. You don't have kids. You don't have kids. Don't but have... I was a kid. Yeah. I still get, I still have some say yeah. or some like experience. Yeah. I was a kid. And I think violence, we should be more cautious about what level of dehumanizing violence we yeah. subject I kids th- to. I agree. And because although... it leads to people like people. People need to respect one another and one another's bodies. And I think if kids see bodies being destroyed for fun, it's it's not something you have to be a little older, I think, to separate that. Yeah, I agree. And I think I mean, I'm not a parent, but I'm all but I'm a social worker and I've always felt that, you know, sex is positive and bodies should not be shameful and we should teach kids that their bodies are fine and we should weaponize them in the way that sex is weaponized. I'm speaking mostly for like women and girls. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Again, we're not parents. So yeah. Thank God. Feel free to Uh, (laughs) ignore our opinions. Yeah. Um, Anyway, top five songs. Oh no. Uh, as far as uh, sad things that happen, say, oh my gosh, okay, do you know about the Joseph Fritzl case in Austria? This was the day that he pleaded guilty. Sounds familiar. This, I read an entire GQ article about this. Uh, I've been a GQ subscriber since like 2008, so it might have been like at the time. It's very disturbing. But it's basically a guy built an underground like bunker prison cell and locked his own daughter in there for years and years and repeatedly oh uh, raped her. And then he and his wife raised their like the children that she yes. had yeah. together and she was eventually yep. discovered. Yep. Very upsetting. So anyway, this was the day that he pled guilty. Um, very, very upsetting. I'm sorry that I brought it up, but there just wasn't anything else to talk about. Yeah. We could talk about the top five songs in the U.S. All right. Um, not that much change here at all, actually. Number five, uh, The All-American Rejects Gives You Hell. Number four, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy Tellums, Kiss Me Through the Phone. Number four, Lady Gaga's Carried My, Carried My, No, He Carried My Poke Face. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember when, no, you don't, you didn't watch uh, uh, Glee, but um, Leah Michelle and guest star Adina Menzel sang Poker Face together on on glee adele dezim <laughs> adele dezim that's right uh number two ti's dead and gone and number one flow writers right round so let's move on to our final segment this segment is called challenge accepted this is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both both shows armed only with knowledge of the episode titles let's first let's see how he did right mm-hmm. i said i was way off i said Emily disapproves of Ross's spank mags, so he wants to give them away to Joey Chandler. He wants to give them away, and Joey and Chandler argue about how to divvy up the booty. Uh, still proud of myself for that. Mm-hmm. You said Barney Barney finally comes clean on a dirty front porch. That he was going to tell Robin how he felt. So, double goose egg there. Right? Yeah. You know how many points we got? That's how many. Goose egg. <laughs> uh, let's see. You want to vamp for a second? Uh, uh, Popperdell Pasta Salmon Rub Seasoning Blend Cape Gooseberries <laughs> Gooseberries Elote Chopped Salad Kit Steamed Lentils Chocolate Raspberry Swirl Four Cheese Pastry Alright, I'm ready. 
Season four, episode 18 of Friends is called The One with Rachel's New Dress. The One with Rachel's New Dress. The one with Rachel's new dress. So I'm going to assume that she gets a new dress to impress Joshua. Okay. Does she? No, okay. It's her new dress. Does she maybe steal it? From Bloomingdale? From her work? Or, like, borrow it from her work. Mm. But but then, like, Joshua, in a fit of passion, rips it or something. Mm, this is fun. Um, I'm like Monica writing sexy stories over here. Yeah. Um, okay. Rachel, quote-unquote. Dresses to impress? No, quote-unquote, borrows a, yeah, I'm going to say a sexy dress from her work but uh fears she'll get in trouble when or after i'm gonna say after joshua's busy hands uh damage the goods Okay. Okay. Once again, I feel bad for you. There's just like nothing in this title that means anything. Okay. The uh, How Many Mother episode, season four, episode 18, is called Old King Clancy. Old King Clancy. Um, I'm going to say that Old King Clancy is uh, like a brand of something that someone's loyal to, like a Dapper Dan man. Okay. Because we were talking about brand loyalty. Um, so it's a brand that someone is loyal to, um, to a fault. Okay. Which stands to... You have to pick a person that we've said. That's that's one of, the, one of our ground rules. Okay. Um, uh... Okay, um, it's one of Barney's products that he uses. Barney uses exclusively Old King, King Clancy. Clancy's. I don't have to say what product. No, I could, I'll just say line of products. Okay. Line of products. To the detriment of his friendships. To the... I could tell I'm close, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, to the detriment. I'm not going to ask you to be more specific because that's ridiculous. You're already far enough I'm off already, the mark that yeah, I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find this podcast where you found it. Thank you for finding it. Thank you for listening. Uh, but you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. You can comment on that post, and that's one way you can correspond with us. You can also find the Battleship Pretension P.O. box there and send me and Natalie. Don't worry about... 6153 uh, North Hollywood 91... It is... 91605. 91603. 91603. Yeah, it is... 
write it to me because it's not under Natalie's name anymore. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, you can get stuff there. Yeah, yeah, you can write it to us then. Uh, yeah, it is PO Box six one five three North Hollywood California nine one six zero three. But if you didn't get a chance to write that down, it's on the Battleship Pretension website. Uh, you can also email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail dot com. Um, you can uh, also tweet at me at Davy pretension. That seems to be the favored way of a lot of people. And I'll definitely, I should definitely see it. Sorry, Paige, about the ones that I didn't see uh, a few weeks ago. I still feel bad about that. Again, I blame Elon Musk. Uh, so that's where you can find me. Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet? Well, I don't, but if you want to send a lock of hair <laughs> or specimen, we'll gladly receive it <laughs> in our PO box. Uh-huh. Um, no, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, Give us five stars. It helps people find us. Um, yeah. Until next time, um, we'll obviously be at the Who's Hornier contest. <laughs> <laughs>